Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Here we go, the eighth episode of the season. Welcome to the official and practical Jokers podcast. I'm Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. I'm Danny Green. And I'm Tina Santamaro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great, a big announcement. Tina is going to be coming on and joining the podcast from here on out. It's so fun. Tina, hey. this is great. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Tina, why don't you tell everybody what you do? We didn't just pull you off the street to be on the podcast. That's true. That's true. True, true. Um, I work at True TV. Um, I am director of development there, and I work on Jokers. Mm. So, among two other shows for the network. What were the other two? Uh, Tacoma FD. Oh yeah, um, nice. which that's we run hit. with Jokers a lot. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and at home with Amy Sedaris. Oh, oh I mean, that's an Emmy-nominated show. Yes, yeah. congratulations. That's on all that. because of me. I know. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't have been nominated. for The an category Emmy. was uh, best shows with Tina involved. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Jokers um, didn't win. Yeah, no. No. very, very yeah, bizarre. But did you do the this podcast year. for them? <laughs> no. Right? So we might be your yeah. favorite is what it sounds like. That's right. So, yeah. Well, like you have you very know. good taste. And you've been on the podcast before, so if you recognize her voice, it's probably from here. But that's, yeah, so that, that's very exciting. Uh, well, welcome, Tina. This is going to be fun. We have a great episode here. Mm-hmm. Any other business we need to do up top? Uh, business, Anything happening no. in your lives? Anything going Love on? Love my with- job. That's the only business <laughs> I can talk about because I'm watching this episode. And it, like, seriously, case, no disrespect is one of the <laughs> like worst ways to start a conversation with anybody. Absolutely. Just when they say that, like the first thing out, like the first reaction you see on a Mark's face when the guys say no disrespect is like, what the hell are you about to say to me? Right. And I just love that look. Like the game could just stop there for me. <laughs> like just seeing that look of confusion is like our show in a look. I want to say that some of the lines that they fed each other were harder than refusal lines that we do in a regular challenge. Yeah. And that's what's so interesting about this challenge. Like, because it wasn't about refuse, you lose. Because there were times that Sal refused things, Q refused things. And, and like that, if those lines were in an IFB, they'd be a ton of thumbs downs. But this is not thumbs up or thumbs down. This is number of goods. Oh, yeah. This is we goods. And this is such a funny thing. And like, so, Tina, let us know how this is from, like, the network end. When it comes up in the producer's room, we're all riffing with the guys, and we're just like, oh, no, the game is called No Disrespect, dot, 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 but we good. And, like, the guys, like, <laughs> stuck to it. You can tell, like, even in the intro, they say we good about 1,000 times. Yeah. And they're, like, fighting for it. Like, they're like, no, the metric has to be we good. Yeah. And Number we- of goods is so funny. Like, <laughs> like I know it's, like, we goods, but the, on the screen it said number of goods. Yeah. It's so funny. I know. So, like, what I'm – what I'm saying is like, it's one of those things like if you've ever been at a sleepover late at night and things just make you laugh at like 3 a.m. and it like 
isn't that funny to you the next morning necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like this is like one of those things where it's like it made us really laugh in the room and we weren't sure if anyone else is going to find it like as funny as we did with the We Goods. Mm-hmm. We send it over the network and we're like, can We Good be a metric for scoring a game? And uh, you yes. guys agreed. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So fantastic. So we, we good on that. And uh, mm-hmm. some of these, I mean, I want to know how you guys feel. I wrote, I wrote down every single one. I think I got them all. And if we're all going to go down the line here, Mer says, if I were you, I'd, <laughs> if I were you, I'd lose the hair piece. Very fun line coming from her. And it feels like, honestly, that one, probably one of the easiest ones of the, of the day. Cause yeah. Murray can say that and he's, people are going to be like, all right, you're joking around baldy. But what's crazy <laughs> is the next one is, uh, you know, just no disrespect, but you look like you were popular in college. You look like you were popular in college. I'll say that to a man. <laughs> and he didn't get a wee good on that one because that was just the demeanor of the guy. Yeah. He he was just sort of surly and Murr just knew it and was like, yeah, we're not good. Goodbye. He's a, he's a blur, I believe. Yeah, he was definitely a blur. Yeah. And I, I, I also that. feel like that's not a full insult. It's like a 50-50. Yeah. Because I wasn't popular in college, so I would take that. As a compliment. Well, how I think well, were is the, the word there. I still, still well, better than like you it. look like you were popular in college. Well, break I, it down. I would have taken You're it not. as a compliment. I think it would have been worse my... if it said high school, if they said you uh, look yeah. like you were popular in high school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tina's I, coming in and, and, and telling you guys how to yeah. do your jobs. Would that's you rather that's, that's Joker, that's Joker job. My job is to sit back and laugh. I don't, at that point, when, okay. they're on the floor. I'm just having a good time. Here's the question for everyone here. Would you rather be popular in high school or college and why? I think after having gone through both college, just because it's a better time overall. Mm. Um, but I think if you asked someone that during high school or before high school, they would say high school. So I think it depends on where you are <laughs> in your life, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think like college yeah. goes by so quickly and high school seems to last forever for some people. Right. I would right. say high school. High school. Just because uh, you got your braces, you got your curly hair, you got your glasses. Nobody wants just, to kiss you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's just you're so fragile emotionally mm. in high school that you really need the benefit of somebody uh, uh, saying you're cool. In college, you can find your own niche a little bit. You don't have to be cool. Right. It's such a big place. You can... You know, just get high but, all the time. But, okay. <laughs> so but, but if you're cool yeah. in high school and yeah. you become Biff from like Back to the Future mm-hmm. later. Right. But if you're in, cool in college and you're like Van Wilder, you become Deadpool in the future. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know. Well, I don't yeah. know what those references mean, okay, but well, I, I'll take your word for it. I'll bring it to your level. Okay. Uh, Let's but, say you're, um, you're Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But I would say, Danny King. Green, it sounded like you were talking about yourself there. Yeah. But look at you now. Yeah, in the Impractical Jokers <laughs> podcast. That's true. That's right. I, I, so it all works out. I blossomed. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I glowed up, as my kids said. So they're split. Case, what do you think? I'm, I'm going I'm going college. I'm Me going, too. Yeah, yeah. going yeah. college. Right. Yeah, I, right. I thought I was high school at first, but no. Wow. So Danny Green, you're outnumbered, you dweeb. All right. Great. You know, you know what it is, Danny? You lack zest. Now. You know, you lack zest. That, oh, that, that's another I, one. I was thinking about which punishment, which lines the guy said would hurt me the most. Uh-huh. And you lack zest. Would have really bothered me. Well, you lack zest. No disrespect. We good though? <laughs> because I think I have zest. Yeah. And yeah. so to hear a stranger come up and say, you lack zest, would just get me right at my core. That's it's a, a good it's, one. It's a great sentence. Because like the way that lack moves your mouth and then zest, yeah. you know, like if you, if you, everyone at home, if you say it out loud with me, you lack zest. 
It's like a, it's a whole, it's a nice mouthfeel. You lack zest. Zest is a great word. In fact, oh, I, yeah. I annoy my father who's been on the podcast mm-hmm. before when we play golf and he's pitching onto the green. Yeah. And if a shot doesn't come near the hole, I say, oh, that one didn't have enough zest. You say zest. Yes, wow. I say zest in, in, in a golf reference. Wow. Yeah. In that, see, we're learning so much about you. Yeah. I haven't used that word in years. It's like yeah. on the shelf. It's a little dusty. Oh, but maybe now word. I'll blow it off and put it into practice. Let me ask you guys this. When you cook, do you zest? With oh, zest. for Brussels sprouts. I've, I've never used the word zest before. Really? really? I don't wow. think, yeah. Have you used it to describe the soap, perhaps? Zest? You never clean until you're zestfully clean? Was oh. It wow. <laughs> Free ad No. No. <laughs> so never th- use zest soap. So you got to zest some vegetables because if you're, if you're, you're like, like James said, if you got Brussels sprouts and mm-hmm. you're like roasting them, you zest an orange or, yep. a, or a lemon. I was going to say orange, yeah. Onto the top of that. Boom. That's great. That's good. You could so zest an, nutmeg. An orange makes things zesty? Yeah, kind of. Well, that's the process of it, I think. A lot of citruses will add a little zest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. So yeah, that's so you're getting cooking tips from the party. Yeah, you can do a little <laughs> right, zest, is, little lemon zest. Yeah. But yeah, that that insult is bad. That you know what it reminds me of is like the Bill Murray insult to Chevy Chase, like yeah, the legendary one on SNL oh. where it's like he calls him a medium talent. Ooh, yeah. Which is just like you're kinda you're you're not totally making fun of someone, you're not calling them like an idiot or a moron. You're saying like you lack zest or like you're just kind of in the middle. And that is like a damning insult. I, I never think. knew that story. Interesting. I yeah. wish I, we don't have any stories like that for the Jokers. No. I, I mean, wish they, there was a day that like, you know, yeah. Joe took Q and just, you know, like grabbed him and was like, yeah, you have great hair. I have, I, you know, <laughs> I have seen them like in like a onset argument with each other in mm-hmm. a good way. Like, you know, like you will in any like good relationship, you'll argue about like how the bit should go or like yeah. how things are happening. And like, so they're having like a real conversation <laughs> And somebody was coming over to take a picture of them. And Joe, like, in a very funny way, he's like, sure, okay, you want to take the picture? And they turn, they smile, the guy gets his picture. He's like, you got it? Great. I'm having a real conversation with one of my best friends right now. Yeah. Hold on, please. It was, like, so funny. Like, he did it, and he was at his wit's end, and he, like, very, like, nicely took the picture. But it was, like, after, I was like, please, I just need, we need yeah. to have this conversation. Yeah. When yeah. we were shooting the, the film last year, uh, it was lunch break, and all of a sudden I hear Q screaming at Murr like top of his lungs. And I thought, wow, Q is really developing as an actor. It turned <laughs> out they were having a real fight. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, and I, I wasn't yeah. acting. I, if you work on the show long enough, you, you'll see little things like, and you could tell like it's getting heated when they start saying the word bud oh, yeah. a lot. Like often they'll be like, hey, bud, but like they'll be like, bud, I don't think it should be played. Bud, I don't think it should be played that way, bud. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's how you know that it's getting a little heated. Yeah, it's, like, it doesn't it's like a verbal uh, grab of the collar. Yeah. <laughs> These are friends since high school. Of course, they're just going to be like, get, they're going to get hot at each other sometimes. They yeah. know each other so well, they can't help it. It's, it's like any, I think like probably like CEOs of like big companies, like CFO and COO or whatever, like will fight. Like in, it's in that way now. Where they're all these CEO, CEOs <laughs> of a TV show. Yes. No, I, I, it's like I think something like uh, me and my buddy, I would agree with that case. Me yeah. and Joe Ambrosio, who's another you know producer on the show, we have a similar dynamic to the guys in that we've known each other since high school. Like we went to the we went to Farrell together. We're like younger than the the Jokers, but we and so we will say things to each other that we don't even think is fighting, and the rest of the room is like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> and it, it's, exact, it's exactly that. It's yeah, like when you know when someone for so long. The rest of it. the producer's room backs out of the room <laughs> <Yeah>. quietly, <laughs> tiptoeing. And, and just 
Quick thing, speaking of uh, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Saturday Night Live, I want to wish your brother, Casey, you. congratulations yeah. on his upcoming engagement. Oh, Th- thank you very much. Yeah, my brother is engaged. It's very fun. Anybody else's brother engaged to an Avenger? Uh, I don't have a brother. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, but it, I bet you, honestly. Yeah, no, my there sister's was married to boy. Iron Man. <laughs> the actual Iron Man, yeah, not nah. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm in, I, I, was, I was talking to Joe about this actually yesterday. I'm in fear now. Like, I, I knew that, I, I hoped that one day this would, one day this day would come where they'd get engaged. But now we're closer to, A, I have to give, like, a, perhaps a best man speech oh. at a wedding with, like, Lorne Michaels, <laughs> cast members of SNL, and possibly some Avengers. Oh, man. And I also, no probably, yeah. Yeah, I also have to probably plan a bachelor party for all these, like, you know, rich and famous dudes. Get them to assemble. That's so funny. Right. Like, that's so much insane pressure. Oh, yeah. Like and your brother is... Speech at your wedding was great. Oh, yeah, stop it. Like, it was really good. It was really funny. It's like, Lisa, I don't feel like I'm gaining a... What was, what was his line? He was like, like, he was like, I don't Lisa. feel like I'm losing a brother. I feel like I'm gaining a second sister. Yeah, he said something. <laughs> Fire. Everyone was rolling at that point. Yeah. I think you're going to have to hire an event planner for your role as best man. I, yeah. I mean... It's already going to be so expensive, <laughs> Tina. I can't take on any more expenses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that should be fun. So thank you very much, and uh, it's ex- very exciting news. Yeah. yeah, they're like a lovely couple for real. Uh, but they don't kiss each other with fart sounds. No, <laughs> as a transition back to the bit. No, they will yeah. once you're married ten years, then you start you, doing that. You do that. <laughs> I'm glad that the kiss fart is back. Now, last yeah. time I think the last time we saw the kiss fart was in the um, was in the 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 skiing uh, lodge. Where they were like, you know, uh, working with people like by the yeah. fire. Oh, yeah. Okay. But she's gonna walk right by you. Do it right in her face as she passes. <laughs> and Joe threw a snowball as well. I yes. think that's where the kiss fart began. He was th- uh, blowing fart kisses. Yeah, I do believe that is uh, where it originated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice to see it back. I will say, so in the episode, it almost. Like if I'm watching at home, I don't know anything about how we produce the show. It almost looks like too convenient. Like how did Joe know to blow a fart kiss from Q just blowing a fart kiss? Like he doesn't say blow a fart kiss. He yeah, just he just does fart noises. That part just gets cut out of the show for editing yeah, due yeah. to time. It was Q says it beforehand, like blow a fart kiss. And then he does it a bunch. Mm-hmm. But the blow a fart kiss thing gets cut out Yeah, right beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's the kind of stuff we talk about on the pod, a little behind the scenes. I know. Yeah. Long ass legs. No disrespect. You got those long ass legs. <laughs> well, you got those long ass legs. Another great From, one. From uh, average height mm-hmm. individual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know he had those he had those like pleated khakis on, and I was like, okay, I see it. There's some long ass legs. Yeah. Um, and then not getting enough calcium, hun. Again, no disrespect. You're not getting enough calcium, hun. <laughs> You're not. I mean. You're not getting enough calcium, hun. You gotta. We good though. The hun really. Yeah, that's like a bud. Yeah, that's like a bud to a stranger. I'll say this though, Joe didn't get a lot of we goods. He got a bunch of like we okays. Yeah, as much as they really wanted we goods in the build up to this bit, I think they got a lot of like sures and just fist pounds. It should have <laughs> yes. really been how many pounds do you get? Yeah, I guess so, but it doesn't sound as good as number no, of we goods. Get it, of course, we fight for that. The hardest one, in my opinion, was when when does your unemployment run out? That oh. was that was rough. Man. Excuse me, excuse me. No disrespect. Uh, when does your unemployment run out? Well, well, when... <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, I was going to say, I, I have nothing to say at all. Oh. But I, I do it with somebody else, so no disrespect. Yeah, and so here's the other thing on that, another little behind the scenes. I know the guys will go into this and they'll write down like a few things before they get to set that day. Oh, yeah. Of things they want to like load up and say. So it, some things like even like the long legs to that guy who is average height, they just have these things like written down that of like, oh, I'm going to drop this on somebody at mm-hmm. some point. So they they will just like use them as opposed to like, you know, necessarily like saying something to you if like they were going to say a salt and pepper hair joke. They right. might be inspired by that like right on the spot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some of these are just like preloaded. Back pocket ideas. Back pocket, yeah. Um, you make my bowels quake. The guy loved that. You uh, you make my bowels quake. We good? Like, I couldn't believe, this is Q saying it to this this guy. Like I, The guy was like, oh, really, why? Like, he was so, <laughs> he looked like kind of like a Wall Street dude that could right. go either way. Mm-hmm. And then Q said, you make my bowels quake. And the guy was like, oh, why? <laughs> like, he, he immediately took it as a compliment. compliment yeah. Like, no disrespect to him means, like, here comes a compliment. It yeah. does sound like a compliment. It sounds like something that's in that song, like, uh, Wild Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you like, make my thing. bowels quake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get back to the mark that yeah. Sal almost said about the employment? Yes, yes, too? yes. Ooh, because yeah. do you remember? Um, I don't think he actually he didn't followed through with saying the line. But he did say something to her. And then they started walking and the, the yeah. same oh. direction <laughs> yeah. after they like were supposed to wrap up their conversation and then turned around and walked back together. It was the most awkward I know. situation. Yeah. You're both walking the same way now. It was so fun. Like he could have just said the line and like ran away and like gotten out of it as much yeah, as possible. But, nope. Instead, he like didn't say it and then just like lingered in that. I'm so glad they keep that stuff in the cut. Oh, yeah, Sal did nothing. It and was I great. It. I can't believe he refused that, but he also refused a no disrespect, but Google vegetables. No disrespect. <laughs> he's so nice. He's already so nice. But Google vegetables. But boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a tough one. I mean, that guy, he was like sitting down. He looked like he may have been bigger than Sal. Yeah. And Sal just, he's, uh, as we know, uh-huh. a little bit scared. His buttocks lacks je ne sais quoi. Oh, Let's that just one, say that. that one hurt. Your buttocks, they lack je ne sais quoi. That one hurt? That would, that would hurt me, yeah. I, it's amazing because that guy, was he, he was like stone-faced. And then Q said, like, your buttocks lacks je ne sais quoi. And then he, like, lightened up. Oh, he, maybe like, he's, he loved he it. doesn't speak French. And he thought <laughs> that was yeah. something positive. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> no, it's something negative. Since it lacks that, it's good. Oh, right. I, maybe that. So it's, it's one of those double entendres. Double French entendres. Um, but then also, you need to scrub it harder. No disrespect, but um, you need to scrub it harder. I, uh, <laughs> can I clean that for you? Can I, can I the- Great. What is it? <laughs> that's up for we you we know decide. what the guys were thinking I thought it, it, like that's one I felt like it was like oh like you can scrub the table mm-hmm. like but the guys really did play it true to the game where they wanted to make it kind of like what their intention was right I believe yeah yeah that's it I, I hope we get to do I, it, that inspired me to do more games that have weird goals like number of goods right yeah like I, I think it's really it's really fun and it's like I said like they they refused almost more lines than you would normally see in a challenge because it wasn't necessarily like you're, you're not getting a good when you refuse, mm-hmm. but you're, you're, not, you're not getting the loss necessarily. It's just fun. Yeah. Just changes it up. Um, are we going to skip over I want to murder you? I want to murder you. For? You know, we good? 
We're good. We're good. Oh, yeah, I did. Come on. You're no. right. Wow. I, 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 can't, I can't believe, believe that yeah. was said. I know, in a public place in 2019. You know, yeah. James S. Murray will say absolutely anything. And he, that man, by the way, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, please. Yeah. When he said no disrespect, the man was wearing a hat and he took his hat off to hear what the rest of it was going to be. That's funny. And then oh, it was. Wow. So what you're saying I is you suspect you. he has an ear on the top of his head. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's why you brought Oh, yeah. interesting. Speaking to my top ear. Yeah, that's, I, I want to murder you. <laughs> it's so like, like first thought in a funny way, like in a way of like, all right, so the game is you say no disrespect and you say something and they have to say we're good. Like, it's almost like, what's the worst thing to say? I want to murder you. <laughs> yeah, don't try this game at home. Yeah. Uh, friendly reminder from us right now. Never, the never get tell away someone with that. that. Yeah. Never tell someone you want to no, murder No, I think that gets you expelled from every school in the country. Yeah, even if you're not in uh, school. Yeah. Even if, you're, even if you're the coolest kid in college. Let's go back to the tailor. So fun. This is it's such the, an intimate yes. room, like room and intimate setting. How many times have we done this? Two or three? I remember one other time. I think just one other time. Right. So this is the second time yeah, we've done second it? Yeah, second time Great. we've done it. Yeah. We've done other things like other like clothing things because we did right. the bridal. Right. Yeah. So that, oh, that that's might the one be, I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay, you're thinking yeah, of that. Yeah. And that's fun too. That's the female version of this. Yes. Uh <laughs> And speaking of things that need to, uh, that have happened again, Q needs to stop making bets in general. He seems to never win a bet on the show. <laughs> tell me what you're doing your Kegel exercises. <laughs> if you can get him to do them too, I'll take the loss. Ooh, making it interesting. Well, you know. Especially when you're betting against Joe Gatto. I know. It, it, it's a sucker's bet. Yeah. He's a gambling man. He always wins. I know. I'd only bet against Sal, I think. Like Joe and Murr, I would never bet against. Sal no. or Q, I guess I would bet. A hundred percent. Murr will absolutely say and do anything, especially mm-hmm. if there's money on the line. He's eating dog shit. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, if you've done that, you'll do, you'll do anything. <laughs> Is uh, that true? Have you seen, have you, you should see their live show. There's a, everyone should see their live show. <laughs> yeah. That's all we'll say about it. If you yeah. haven't seen their live show yet, see it. The last video of the night, make sure to stay for. Right. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So Murr is crazier than Ozzy Osbourne, is what you're saying? I think so. Or, yes. Yeah. When money's the on the line. Is yes. The only he difference is, is, the only difference is uh, Murr would do it for money, where Ozzy just does it, I think, for pleasure. I don't <laughs> right, know. right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love it, Taylor. I want to point it out again. The big Sal jacket returns, and this is the best place for it. Right now. So he's been wearing this jacket all season. He never calls it out on the show, but we want to reward you listeners and give you that behind the scenes of why this jacket came came around. Thank you for listening. He wears this big jacket and doesn't call it out on purpose. It is the funniest thing for me. Yeah, and as a tailor, it's the worst coat you can <laughs> it's, wear. It's so good. I mean, maybe in the 90s, if you're like Bernie Max Taylor, could you wear that jacket? Yeah. It undercuts like any challenge. Like, so if they're like giving a presentation, he's got this big jacket, you're like, who is this idiot? But this is so funny. It's so funny that he's got this giant sized jacket Did in he a tailor. Buy the jacket. Like, how did he? How did he come to own this jacket? Did he buy it specifically because it was too large? Did somebody leave it somewhere? Did so he lose a lot of weight? Production what? got a big, ja- got the jacket accidentally, and then Sal was like, "This is so funny. I'm going to keep this." <laughs> like they bought the big jacket. Like, he was probably like, "This is how big you think I am." And then he was just like, oh, "We're going to keep it." So he does these things season to season. Like for a while, whenever he had to wear clothing that production got, he would tell them leave the tags right. on, and he would leave the tags hanging out. 
there was one recently where Sal, when he was wearing the big jacket and he left like a string on it, (laughs) it was like such an obvious (laughs) string on the lapel. And everyone kept telling him like, you have a string on. And he'd be like, oh, thank you. Like he would never take it off. Oh, so funny. So it wasn't for a David Byrne cover band or anything? No, no. no. Yeah. But um, as the days go on. (laughs) I go Kings of Comedy. (laughs) Do you guys want to take a guess of how many double, can you remember how many double entendres he he did? 69. (laughs) Uh, Tina is right. 11 double entendres. Yeah, look, take that out. That's impressive. There's one. Yeah, just whip whip that right out. There's another one. Oh, there you go. Now look at that. That's actually pretty big. (laughs) I mean, you could stand to lose two inches. (laughs) What? Oh, this hangs really low. Look how yeah. long that is. And look how long it hangs in the crotch. It's real low. Turn around here. Look at the girth. Oh, okay, look at that. It's hanging. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, hanging. It's just swinging like a... Yeah. yeah. You see this wrinkly, like, kind of sack of stuff right here? Yeah. This is... This will be the tip right here. This is going to be the nice tip. And then we'll work backwards from the tip. <laughs> it's not the most visual TV, but it is funny. So that's, that's actually well, 22. It was a real hard question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. No. I don't think I nailed it. Okay. Hello. Um, yeah. I mean, imagine that, that dressing room had two people and a large coat. There really had to be little space there. I love the, the the shot was the just a door, <laughs> yeah. And then we just see hear what Sal's saying. Like if you if you're if you're in a bar and you're watching it on mute and that comes up <laughs> and you see a counter go but you see nothing else, you're like, what is this show? Yeah, well, I think Q says this is making not particularly compelling television. <laughs> I thought it was I was not visually yeah. stimulating, <laughs> but the auditory. Yeah. And then kiss sounds was in was insane. <laughs> Oh, oh my that's god, so that's weird. weird. Like he made like the slowest <laughs> kiss. Yeah. Out. It was a weird smooch. Yeah. Funny though. Smooch is a good way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's a real a real slow smooch and very awkward. And then I think one of my favorite lines of the episode is crotch selfie for the gram. Crotch selfie for the gram and for he the, got it. Yeah, for the for the gram. <laughs> yeah. For the gram. He never put it on the gram though, huh? Maybe mm. he will after the episode. Mm. But yeah, and then how about James Asmari coming back in on the Segway skates? All of his Segway stuff got destroyed at the beginning of the season. Right. Yeah. But this is season eight, and Murray can't afford it, so he got some Segway <laughs> skates. He comes back in. I honestly had to stop. I don't know if any fans out there feel the same way. I had to stop looking at the screen because I was getting dizzy yeah. from oh, watching her go around and around and around. Well, a funny, like, backstory to those skates. Murray is the nicest, and he let the, the producers... Yeah. Uh, like sometimes we'll like want to brainstorm ideas and he, and he said like, you could use my place. Which is basically like Chuck E. Cheese, there's video game systems all <laughs> over the place and lightsabers. It's great. And these Segway shoes, which I love, like I love getting on a Segway, like, you know, like I used to skateboard. So I feel like my balance is pretty good. So I'm getting on them, riding around. And then Kim Congdon, who actually appears later in this punishment with James, yep. Yep. James and Kim are two of the judges. Kim goes, oh, let me try them, gets them on. She's like new at it. She's never done it before. But then like within like two minutes is fantastic at it. And we make like while brainstorming, we make a game of like you get timed and you have to go around Murr's kitchen island. Uh-huh. And you've probably seen his place from when we filmed yeah. the, the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth, fifth grader. grader, yeah. So we have to go around the island one time as fast as you can. And I was, I thought I had a pretty good time and Kim destroyed me. And then, destroyed. I mean, she's a natural talent. Yeah, she must be fast because it's it's not very far around the island. Oh yeah, she got around in like eight seconds. My time was like eleven. And that's wow. three times around. You had to do it three oh, times. Oh, it was three. Around. Yeah. Sorry. 
So my time, so her time was eight times three and mine was 11 times three. <laughs> yeah. So that's fast. It's, it's very fast. fast. I'm not going to do the math. I'm just going to give you guys the problems. Yeah, you figure that out. But that, that's, so that's, but Murr, you can imagine that that's, Kim had those skates for like two seconds and Murr had to go around. He's a pro at it. And, but even, right. even pros sometimes fall. Yeah. You well, know, words to live by. Um, but that was his whole turn pretty much, huh? Pretty much, yeah. It, I mean, that was enough for me. I really couldn't watch it. I, how many times did he go around? Um, and this like, things got edited out. <laughs> that I don't know. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> – and Q doesn't even have a turn in this bit. So it's like there was a Sal turn. There's Murr on the Segway just running around. Joe goes, and yeah. then Q loses because of this bet he makes. Joey Kegels. <laughs> Getting it done. Yeah, tighten the tank. Kegels, I'm sorry, right? Yeah. Ke- yeah. Kegels. Kegel time. Oh, hey, bud. Just, I gotta do, I'm finishing up my Kegels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to tighten the taint. <laughs> what? Who did you say, Kegels? I said Kegels. <laughs> that seems like a, a, an exercise you do with like a keg. Yeah. Like you lift the keg so above that's your what head. Dude, I don't do Kegels. I do Kegels. Kegels. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah. I keep it tight down there. But we, I mean, I, as soon as he made the bet, I was like, Joe's going to win this. Joe's going to. Yeah, gonna he's it. never lost a bet that I've seen. Yeah, Joe's a gambling man and he loves to win. Except multiple times on a craps table. Then he wins after. <laughs> I <laughs> think most, winner. yeah, if he, even if he goes down, if it's like a weekend at a casino, he almost likes to go down like the, the first or second day because that third day he's going to like win it all back. Yeah. He likes to like get into a hole so he can dig, him, dig himself out. Yes. That's the Joe Gatto story. Exactly. He likes <laughs> to come back from the grave. So we got two challenges down, but guess what? This episode has a third challenge Three before bit. the punishment. Pretty Three good. Three-bit episode. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, this is a classic, a sudden death debate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and what were, the two, what were the two topics? Talking about what's worse. We're talking about what's worse. I think it's worse to get kicked by a donkey every Monday till the day you die. I think it's worse to get kicked by a donkey every Monday until the day you die. Now, that's bad, but I say... It's worse that white people dab. It's worse that white people dab. Should white people dab? I love these are two questions. It's not like who does the better ostrich impression. Right. Right. These are two philosophical, maybe, questions. Why is white people dabbing such a... Focal. Sorry, oh, Danny, I yeah. usually yeah. turn our phones off. <laughs> I don't know how to, I still don't know how to turn my phone off. You don't know? You just I, flip the little thing. It's an iPhone. On the side. Flick the thing on the side. Which one? This the thing. one that moves. This one? No, yeah. It's on orange. It's, got a, it's on orange. Then I don't understand <laughs> what happened. Are you sure it's your phone? It sounds like a fax machine. I got a new it's phone. Yeah. It did. Um, anyway. new phone is a fax machine. See, this is why you can't. Why we can't put dabbing in the hands of white people. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't know how it's to do dangerous. anything. Annoying little white pieces of garbage dabbing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's just a weird, funny thing to say. <laughs> yeah, Q kind of loves it. I think he, yeah. Q kind of likes making fun of white people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good. It's, it's yeah. they're up for fodder. So I think they know that and they kind of throw that out there at him. Yeah. I, yeah. part, part of me just hopes like he's getting children to stop doing that. And like that flossing <laughs> dance, it's like, oh, no, you keep doing it. No, I can't. <laughs> Go it's, for a kid. It looks it's so fun. The other day I was like, I was with my wife and her parents. We were like uh, visiting and we went to like a, like a mall in Jersey. Well, Cause what yeah. else do you do? And there was just a kid like dead in the eyes, 
just standing there doing that flossing <laughs> dance, like for no one. And I was like, what is our society? <laughs> Stay active. I you guess know, so. keep it moving. Yeah, he could be on his phone. Yeah. Like, he could just be staring at his phone like a zombie. Yeah. So I guess you're right. Have you tried to do the floss? Of course. I could do it perfectly. Yeah. But you can? I stopped doing it. Wait. I'm, I don't want to. I think we need to see it because it is okay. so difficult. My nephew tried to show me how to do it, and I uh-huh. could not do uh, it. James and I are going to judge a floss off between yes. Tina and Casey. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you have, you're wearing a tracksuit. You, but I cannot do the floss. Okay. Yes. I, I uh, on principle, do not like doing this. So I'm going to be doing a version of it with just from my from waist up. Okay. And we're not filming it, Danny. Get your phone. Off. Turn your phone off. I was this turning the sound perfect off. for a podcast, as always. A visual so, component. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's, well, it's a little hard when you're sitting. Wow. Yeah, it looks like you're just throwing right? yourself with the towel. That was sad. It's, it's a, yeah, that was not it the was. floss. All right, well, that's There's a real something tiny else going on with the floss. Tina, show us how it's It's much done. like speedier. Like, yes. Oh, Tina's really no. Good job, Tina. <laughs> Tina. Oh, that was, and no, this I, is why white I, people shouldn't do <laughs> any sort of dancing. Then we learn the lesson. I was just like a grandmother thing. at a wedding right now. I don't that know. Is, yeah. <laughs> the way you, you did the mock around. Town from Footloose had the yeah. right idea. There's no more dancing. I can't believe that dancing is like a video, like in a video game, and now popular from a video game. It's just yeah. so funny. Like there was like dances. Yeah. Grow, like I was growing up in the '90s, so there was dances like the Macarena. That was right. like, or like even like the electric slide was like a little. Yeah, but I would say this is more kid. like the Will Smith dance, like the Getting jump jiggy on. with it. No, no, no. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the jump on it to Apache. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, yeah. The that, one from, like this is like kind of like that, where it's like something from pop culture that all the kids started doing, or like the Pee Wee Herman dance. To uh, yeah, tequila or, or kid and play, maybe like kid and play one's great. Okay, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. This is just this is cultural. It's all centralized. Yeah, but one again, little game. White people shouldn't dance. But what Q should do is judge cakes, mm. and oh, by yeah. that I mean be a contestant secretly. Yes. What a switcheroo! Wow. That it, this one was this one was so fun and hard to watch. Yeah, this was really tough to watch. Um, and especially no, watching him go out there and knowing the twist the entire time <laughs> was painful. Yeah. Um, Wait, he knew the twist the entire time? No, I did. Like, oh, I'm watching gotcha. it oh, knowing yeah. what the twist is going to be. I was like, be. did you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like. I got nervous for a second. Listen, bud. Because his, his face when they told him you were a contestant was priceless. Yeah, I know. I, like, the whole, the whole thing was great. Like, just like watching it. When he took the bite out of that apple, yeah. it happened so much slower in real time. And he's like, just, he starts, it feels like a football field away. And then his mouth finally gets down and bites that apple. And, uh, it's horrible because he's ruining the cake. It's horrible for that woman. Cause her cake is getting ruined. Yep. It's horrible for Q. Cause he has to deal with that. And it's also hard for him because that tastes like crap. Yes, have you ever yeah. eaten just fondant? Yeah. My wife's a baker. You so, have, so yes. you eat it all day. You live on it. I, I, no, I can't stand fondant. I yeah. hate it. And I, to eat it pure it would be a punishment in and of itself. Yeah. And so also another thing here, it's a cake decorating competition. Like you even hear the Mark said a little bit, like they didn't make the cake. They're not, that's a given to them. So in a cake decorating competition, oh, you either so funny. you get like a cake that you then decorate, or sometimes it's not even cake. Sometimes it's really just like a rubber or a foam piece that you're decorating. I didn't even so think when about he's this. Trying, it's called a, a dummy in the bakery field. Uh, yes, of course. As everybody knows, I, of course, Danny, I'm a cake judge. You don't think I know a dummy when I see one? Uh, but yeah, so that's why all the marks were, were like, why is he even trying it? It's like very unusual. He's just destroying their cakes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, I, it was, I, I, I want to say though, the part that I think I love the most yeah. is when 
Q's cake is like wins and you and Kim yeah. are just clapping and he's like, stop <laughs> clapping. Stop clapping. Okay, please stop clapping. <laughs> stop. And you guys are clapping like yeah. louder. I, that, that made me give you the crew member award. Oh, yes. Uh, crew member of the episode award. You got it, James. Wow, this is a, such a big upset. I, I shouldn't have beat Kim, who is better at judging than I was. Kim is great, of uh, course. Kim is great, course. and she was better, but she's not here right now. So. She, also beat, she also beat me in the Segway race around yeah, Merv Kim's Island. just kind of better. That's why she's not going to win this, too. But uh, in lieu, instead of a speech... Let me just talk about how dumb it is sometimes to do our job in a fun way. Great. That morning, uh, the guys were like, hey, you and Kim are judging. Uh, so, Or the night before. So we came dressed uh, to the office to like be on TV as opposed to the uh, you know shorts and T-shirts that we normally wear. <laughs> and then uh, we had to study cake rules uh, because the guys told us to. And then none of those rules actually mattered. Like we had to like study like like all the different points of cake judging, which I immediately forgot afterwards. But it was literally like me and Kim cramming all morning yeah. and then quizzing each other. And then it never came into play. It was just walking around and going to people like, oh my God, what happened here? Yeah. Now, oh no, who did that? That man over there. And then the guys are also in your ear. And like, like telling you what to do and like be like, make sure they point at Q and like make sure they notice that Q's a contestant. Oh, really? So like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, which guy? And they're like, that guy. Uh, and they're pointing towards Q. And I'm like, oh. And like tell them, say that that's a contestant. So I'm like, oh, that man's a contestant over there. Uh, and yeah, it, it's very, yeah, very Was it fun, fun having to the earpiece in and the guys telling you what to say? Uh, yeah. So it's always fun to do that. And like, like you said, like the funny part about when we're clapping in front of Brian is that we know it's bullshit. He yes. knows it's bullshit, yes. but everybody in the room thinks it's real. Right. So I'm staring at him and he's looking at me like, I, he's like, I can fire you. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's the Cole like, situation, which he got revenge on Cole. Ew. How do you like them apples, Balgan basement, Matt Damon? <laughs> I love that. Oh my God, what a great line. Yeah. How do you like them apples, you bargain basement, Matt Damon? <laughs> Fantastic line by Q. Now, some people got a little upset, right? Because we, 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 everyone looked upset. But was there any, like, fallout afterward? Oh. Uh, you ate my sex also, by the way. Had, great. She actually oh. might be the mark of the episode. Uh, she was that. great. She's my you mark of the episode. You ate my sex. You ate my sex. I, I ate your sex? You ate my sex! <laughs> I mean, Sal's reaction, where he, he just grabs both of her and Joe as if he's going to take them down because he couldn't help it. It's so good. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, like, uh, your sex was, what was he? Your sex was delicious. <laughs> Yeah, really funny last line. To be honest, I don't know if anyone got upset because once me and Kim were done and uh, David Ma, who is our other judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they reveal? We, honestly, when we walked out of the room, we took out our earpieces and was like, oh my God, that was rough. And wow. we just talked. And then like, before we know it, like everyone's like, we're wrapped, we're done. So like, yeah, we missed like the whole ending. Oh. And like, I don't know if there was any fallout. I'm assuming. I'm assuming so so I'm, I assume yeah. what, what we, we kind of talked about it and when we were kind of setting it up, because so, sometimes like, James and I and, and Joe and Bergio, John Zaluga, Kim Congdon, we're part of the producers that might start with the guys, like start the idea, like where can this go? But then we have like executors, people like Chase and Bozak and Cole, Cole. some other people that will make it happen. And so they'll be there on the floor. That's why you see Chase and Cole like in the shot sometimes. Yeah. And they will they will at the end, and you saw Chase before when he um, when Q gave out the X's, he said, you're on this show. Like, they kind of explained right. what just happened. And so what I assume, we didn't see it, but what I assume happened is he explained to them, 
this whole contest was set up so that we could do this challenge. You, yeah. You're all getting, I think that we had gift certificates or like they, they got something like they got like, you know, gift certificates or, or, um, some sort of, uh, acknowledgement. Yeah. Well, from yes. that cake oh. institute. And yes. Some- so on that end, they, uh, the prize from this competition was entry into another bigger cake competition. Cool. So all the contestants got entry to oh. that cake oh, competition. Oh, very fun. Oh, well yeah. So that's how they set it up. So usually what the guys try to do is they make the prize something that they can give to everybody. So at the end of the day, you, even though your time was like, quote unquote, wasted, you still got the prize that you came yeah. there for. And you get some, you know, th- those people are also now on on camera of a, you know, like a nationally syndicated show. Nationally? Yeah. yeah. Syndicated show yeah. World making wide. their nice cakes. Worldwide. And having their cakes destroyed. Yeah. So their sex is on fire. Um, so fun. That was great. And a great episode. Very fun. Yeah. Fantastic episode. And one more thing I want to throw out about this episode, because we haven't been doing it. I know I've been delinquent, but been counting the thumbs down. Mm. Do you guys know who's in the lead right now? Wait, by the the lead, do you mean the most thumbs down? Most thumbs down through eight episodes. So that's not really the lead. That's like in last place. Yeah, they're the losing of, they're the winning and the losingest of the losers. Okay. Yeah. So the most thumbs down so far. All right, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess Q. So he said surprising. So I'm going to guess Joe. I'm going to say Murr. And Danny Green, you are correct. It is Brian BQ Quinn with eight thumbs down so far. Real quick, Danny is the only one clapping for himself. (laughs) Come on, Danny. No, our audience. Our Only audience. Okay. Danny's clapping for himself. <laughs> Tina Kay's here Tina flossing now. Not <laughs> so I'm actually dabbing. It's a real ugly scene over here. But Q has eight. Uh, Sal has seven. Murr and Joe both have five thumbs down through 808. Beautiful. And now 808 and heartbreak as this has to end our podcast today. That's but we'll right. be back next week. Yeah. Uh, please listen and subscribe. That's right. Thank you, Tina. Yeah, thanks Th- for having me. Thank you, Danny. My pleasure. Thank you, James. Thank you, Casey. And I've been Casey Joe. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next time. Bye.